0: welcome back everybody to another saturday good news nick is back today with the june edition of saturday good news so i gotta be honest with you i was ready to record this last week
1: yeah you were a week ahead on this um i
0: I was just so excited
1: you know you were like oh we have to record the good news i'm like "Eh, we do we still have a week for that like (laughs) This I was
0: coming just out for so excited.
1: You know, I don't blame you though. I, you know, I say this all the time. I say it at nausea at this point. But I love these episodes. I love these stories. It's just such a nice way to kick off the month. Mm-hmm. And uh... starting
0: on a good note.
1: Yeah, exactly. And for this month's edition, I have five stories. I managed to find five to squeeze in here um originally we were just gonna have four but then one more popped out at me that I just had to add in is like uh the cherry on top you know it's the icing on the cake so
0: well no offense Nick but stop your dilly-dallying and get into these stories all right all
1: right all right fine let's jump right in here story number one and we might be getting the answer to peanut allergies You know, it's so crazy to think about that, but it actually might be coming true. A research team in Australia has been working to find the answer to this and solve the answer to peanut allergies. And they might have found uh, a pretty darn good answer here. And Chris, as you may know, as we all may know, especially if we were in like high school and school recently in the past few years, peanut allergies are huge. Like it's unbelievable how common they are, or how common they've like they really seem these days. But now they might be treatable, as this team in Australia has taken a bit of a different approach from uh, what other teams have done in the past. A member of this research team had been saying that a lot of typical research teams working on you know these patterns and working on these allergies focus on genes themselves and like how uh, certain genes cause the allergy to occur rather than what this team is doing and taking a look at how these genes interact with one another uh, to kind of create these allergies and create the circumstances that cause these allergies. And this led them to a cell that's called TH2 which is essentially responsible for putting out the signals that in the end cause allergies when a certain substance enters the body. Well, through this immunotherapy treatment Mm -hmm. that they have many, many people with these peanut allergies have gone into remission and that TH2 cell shuts down. Meaning that when, you know, a peanut product or a peanut itself enters the body, the th2 cell doesn't send out those signals so the allergy is effectively gone just gone and at this point in the research it has proven to be about 60 to 70% effective and that could increase as studies go on so something that has become so common and so like seemingly untreatable over the years could actually have maybe not a you know foolproof cure but a pretty darn good chance of one
0: that's that's really cool and kind of interesting um the science behind it and all of that that's actually really cool.
1: The fact that you know they they're making this breakthrough because how many times back in school did we see you know peanut-free tables and like see how people with these allergies had to be so careful um, cuz some of them could get real severe you know they get even close to peanut butter and it's you know it can get really bad really quick. And so the fact that they are seemingly so close to finding an answer to this is amazing. Right, yeah. What do you got for
0: your second
1: story? All right, story number two for this morning is truly just remarkable and almost unbelievable, to be honest. These two sisters didn't even know that the other existed for 45 years. And then when they finally met, they found out that they had so much in common, it was almost scary. So, Michelle and Trish both grew up in the city of Las Vegas. They had the same father, but different mothers. Michelle ended up in foster care, while Trish grew up with her father and her birth mother. And many years later, Michelle decided that she wanted to figure out where she came from. So, she signed up for you know Ancestry.com and did one of the DNA tests. And soon after, she actually got a message from Trish asking to meet for coffee. And they said that as soon as they met, that sisterly connection was just there. They just knew. It, you know, helped that immediately they saw the resemblance. They both looked very similar. Same hair color, same eye color, you know, same, you know, very similar looks across the board. And as they got talking, they found out that the amount of things they had in common, like I said before... Just scary. You know, they were both still living in the city of Las Vegas. Their sons went to the same school and graduated on the same day. They were actually at the same graduation ceremony. These two sisters from different areas, you know, they have videos from different angles. And they had no idea that the other existed. Talk about small world. Insane. And even beyond that, even beyond these similarities they were in the same job field. They were both in real estate. Michelle had been in the in the business for a long time. She had actually become a bit of a legend in the area as she had been working in the field for 25 years. Trish was just working on getting her certification, but... They were they were in the same job field and they have actually teamed up since then and launched their own real estate business together. Trish got her certification and uh, they've been working together ever since. And last year alone, they gathered up over 12 million dollars in sales. This is holy
0: crap. (laughs) DNA testing is powerful and even
1: maybe a moneymaker. It's insane. I couldn't believe this when I first read this. 45 years apart, never knew that the other existed, and to have so much in common. The fact that, the thing that blew my mind the most, the two things were the fact that their sons graduated on the same day from the same school, and that they were in the same job field.
0: Yeah, I think the the graduation one is even more wild that they were in the same building and had no idea.
1: Just insane. Oh. This blows my mind.
0: What do you have for your third good news story?
1: All right. So my third good news story for this morning takes place in Florida. As there is a new program helping first responders and other members of the community get their first houses. So there are several groups that are eligible to take advantage of this program, and this includes law enforcement officers, firefighters, educators, healthcare professionals, active military or veterans, and childcare employees. And again, this is a, this is a program that looks to help these people uh, buy their first homes. And there are cutoffs for this; there are income thresholds to this program, but they vary by county so in order to figure that out they have to figure that out you know for their county but those that are eligible for this program can get loan assistance of up to five percent and that goes up to twenty five thousand dollars they get help with closing costs and even get help getting a lower mortgage rate and the program at this time has 100 million dollars available to it And the governor of Florida said that he wants to expand the total amount earmarked for housing assistance throughout the state to $363 million in the next budget, which would be the highest it's been in 15 years. And this program will become available on July 1st, and those that want to take advantage of it will have to get in contact with a participating loan officer and have to have a a certain credit score, but again, this is just a program that's, you know, working to helping
0: first responders.
1: Yeah. Helping first responders and helping these people get Get their first house.
0: Yeah. It's almost like helping the first responder, you know, it's obviously helping the first responders, but it's at the same time, like an appreciation type of thing for all that the first responders have done.
1: Yeah. And you know, this, goes to so many different sectors because you know it goes to teachers it goes to firefighters active military and you know more and more and more and it's crazy because you read some of the quotes from some of the people that will be eligible for this program and who will be helped by this program and they're just you know so thankful and so amazed because they're like you know a first house for them feels so far away because when you think about it sometimes they deal with you know upon opinion, low salaries, you know, very low salaries. And so it can be hard to obtain a house. It can be hard to obtain that first house. And so the fact that they're getting this assistance, the fact that they're getting this appreciation and this help, truly wonderful.
0: I agree. 100%. What do you got for your fourth good news story?
1: All right. So story number four and some more help this time going to students. 284 students at Otis College of Art and Design found out that they were getting all of their debts erased, all paid for by one person. And that person was actually a pretty famous alumni from that same college. So, like I said, the students that were graduating from this class uh, this year in the spring found out that they were getting all of their debts paid for. And it was found out during the graduation ceremony that the payment came from Snapchat founder Evan Spiegel, who had gone to the college previously and graduated from that college previously. And some of these, you know, most of these students had $50,000 of debt. Some had over $70,000 of debt, and all paid for. The total payment was over $10 million. And so you can. Only imagine from that alone, and from the numbers... how ecstatic and how
0: people, how excited people are. I mean, I would be over the moon if that announcement was made. Just imagine uh,
1: weight taken off your shoulders when you get that announcement. You know, you you think you're going through graduation, facing fifty thousand dollars of debt, seventy thousand dollars of debt, whatever your amount may be, and then it's just gone. Gone. Absolutely incredible.
0: Nick, unfortunately, I hate saying this every time. What do you have for your fifth and final story? Why does it have to be the final? Why can't you just go on and on and on and on for hours
1: (laughs) with these good news stories? You know, Chris, if I could, I would. But this is our final story, but it is an awesome one. So let's jump into it here. So this animal shelter in San Antonio organized a wedding for these two chihuahuas and just the most adorable thing and they did it to help them find their forever homes so peanut and cashew were two chihuahuas (laughs) they were two chihuahuas given up by their families uh because they couldn't be taken care of anymore but they met in the shelter after dental appointments and they quickly became best friends you know they just instantly bonded and as time went on you know they became even more best friends and after a while the staff decided to set up a little wedding for the two of them and it was so cool because they created a red carpet they dressed these dogs up they had dog-shaped hedges they had um a mini chapel And they had cake, they had music, and they had a bubble machine. Like, the whole thing was just absolutely adorable, absolutely amazing. They took video of it, they took pictures of the whole thing, and it was just such a fun time. Um, The dogs absolutely loved it. And the shelter is hoping that this can, you know, help encourage people to take these dogs in and to help help get them that forever home and they're pushing for these two dogs to be taken together. They don't want them to be separated. Um so it's just an absolutely adorable I don't want dis- them to be taken either. No, <laughs> oh, they have to remain together. They have to. After that, oh you after can't a marriage them. you can't
0: end it in a divorce.
1: You can't separate them like that. You can't. It's too adorable.
0: Please tell me that this uh, wedding was caught on
1: camera. You know, well, yeah, it was because, uh, you know, they used the videos and the pictures that they took to uh, just kind of help, you know, like I said, encourage people to take these dogs home. I
0: it, well, you know what, Nick? I gotta go. This was a great, good news episode, <laughs> but I gotta go. I gotta track down this wedding video, and I might need to make a few calls about adopting two chihuahuas. Don't tell Annie or Fuzzy; they'll deal with it later.
1: Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll understand. They'll have to understand, honestly. If not, I'll send them to your house. There we go. Yeah, I'll t- I'll take them in. You know, I'll take in some animals to make the whole arrangement work. It'll be fine. Um. <laughs> That is the end of
0: this June's edition of the good news story. Nick, you're the king of good news. I don't know how you find these amazing good news stories. But that is the end of this June edition. Like I said, we will be back tomorrow morning with what to expect for the week of June 5th. Until then, have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. I hope it's nice and sunny where you are. Bye, guys.